What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Be the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there, able to lock in some profits. This very volatile market that we have going on uh, going to be a very important week coming up uh, in this next week, uh, this week that we're currently in. So going to be going over some of the things to watch, uh, some of the moves in the market. Uh, so hopefully that helps you all make more informed decisions. So let's jump to the first thing uh, that I think everybody should be watching, uh, whatever form of investment you're in, whether it's crypto or stocks. Uh, the Federal Reserve is going to be expecting to raise interest rates uh, in the week ahead as the Ukraine crisis adds more volatility. So uh, on the 15th, the Fed will be having a meeting talking about interest rates, inflation, uh, the shipping crisis. But now there's a new added uh, thing that's going to be added to the list or the agenda, which is going to be the Ukraine crisis, the Ukraine-Russia crisis that's going on, uh, which has definitely affected uh, the economy as a whole. So these are all macro events, which means they're items that affect the entire overall market. So uh, you may have seen you know, the prices of household goods start to go up, the prices of gas uh, hitting record highs. Uh, I think they'll probably get to about $5 a gallon, uh, but as we see, these are going to be items that are be talked about by the Fed. So uh, investors may take Federal Reserve's first post-pandemic interest rate hike in stride uh, with uncertainty over the Ukraine crisis continues to hang over markets. Uh, the Fed has clearly broadcasted that it intends to raise its target funds rate by a quarter percentage point from zero, uh, and it's expected to announce that move at the end of its two-day meeting Wednesday. So that Wednesday meeting is actually going to be on the 16th. Um, so they're going to start the meeting on the 15th. Um, well, on the yeah, on the 15th, which is going to be Tuesday, and the 16th, uh, which will be Wednesday, uh, wrapping it up. The central bank should also reveal new forecasts for interest rates, inflation, and the economy. And this is very important uh, because some people are saying the interest rate is higher than 7.5%, uh, and some people are saying, you know, it's realistic to have it at 7.5%. Either way, uh, whatever you're doing in your daily life, uh, interest has interest um, rates do affect uh, what you're doing. If you're trying to buy a house, if you're trying to get a car loan, uh, these are things um, to look at as well. Inflation is also something to look at as well. You've definitely felt that at the pump um, and at the grocery store or buying just items in general. And so there's a few economic reports uh, of note uh, the week ahead, including the uh, producer price index, uh, which will be revealed Tuesday, retail sales, which will be uh, evaluated or reported Wednesday, and existing home sales, which will be on Friday. So three major sectors of the economy are going to be reporting uh, their numbers this week, which will definitely help gear the economy towards uh, a new direction from where it currently is at. So uh, the producer price index, um, you know, that's going to be something to look at. Retail sales is something very important to look at, um, especially with inflation going on. And then, like I said, again, existing home sales, which will determine, you know, are there more people buying homes? Are more homes going up for sale? Or are people putting homes up for sale that are not selling? That's going to be a great indicator for the economy in general. Uh, so earnings over uh, monetary policy is obvious, uh, obviously going to be important here. Um, I don't see the Fed surprising anyone. Um, this is what um, Steve Masako said in an interview. Um, and so... Stocks fell over the past week with NASDAQ Composite, uh, the worst performer. 
uh, with 3.5% decline. Meanwhile, the small cap Russell 2000, uh, which uh, outperformed the three major uh, indexes, lost 1% this prior week. Uh, a surge in oil prices uh, spooked investors with crude spiking to $130 um, at the beginning of the week and then trading uh, back below 110 on Friday. So uh, oil has definitely been um, a place to look at for some potential gains, some short-term gains in the market. Um, and later on, I'll talk about some of the big whales or big investors that have really been uh, putting money into oil companies uh, to get profits or restructure their portfolios. The S&P 500 was also down 2.9% for the week. Energy stocks were the top performer, up 1.9%, uh, and only positive major sector. So ahead in the Fed meeting, uh, the impact of the Russian sanctions on the commodities market and the lack of clarity around the outcome of the war in Ukraine are likely to keep volatility high across the financial markets. Uh, the central bank statement of uh, the comments from Fed Chair Jerome Powell on Wednesday will be likely closely watched for guidance on how central bank officials view the Ukraine crisis and how much it could affect the outlook and the path for interest rates. And so because Russia uh, is a giant commodities producer, uh, its assault on Ukraine and resulting sanctions have set off rally of commodities markets uh, and that has made already scorching inflation even hotter. Uh, February's consumer price index was up 7.9% and the economist uh, saying rising gasoline prices could send it above 9% in March. Uh, gasoline at the pump jumped nearly 50 cents uh, in the past week to $4.33 uh, per gallon of unleaded, um, and this is according to AAA, but this is just a national average depending on where you're at. I know people in California probably have gas that's a lot higher than $4.33. Um, I know I've seen it as high as four oh nine, uh, where I'm currently at, but I know it's a lot higher in some other places, but this is just the standard average. Uh, market pros uh, see surging inflation as a catalyst that will keep the Fed on track to raise interest rates. However, uncertainty about the economic outlook uh, could also mean that the central bank might not hike as much as uh, the seven rate increases that some economists forecast for the year. Um, and that's something to also look at as well. Um, there was a speech given by President Biden who talked about, um, you know, inflation being uh Part of the reason uh, or being the outcome of, you know, the Ukraine or Russian situation. Uh, but we all know inflation was here before that situation really began. Um, I think it's just going to add fuel to the fire for that situation. Uh, but definitely going to be looking at uh, what Fed Jerome Powell says uh, at the closing remarks on that Wednesday uh, meeting. Next, let's talk about some of the whales in the market, um, one being uh, Warren Buffett. Uh, so Warren Buffett uh, has been putting money into Occidental Petroleum. Uh, so he spent around $4.5 billion last week to buy 91.2 million shares of Occidental Petroleum. He spent more than $1.5 billion this week to add another $27.1 billion uh, shares to Berkshire Hathaway stake. Uh, on SEC filing late Friday, revealed the purchases were made on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday at the prices between $51.03 to $58.58. Uh, the weighted average for the buys is around $56.60. So 
Warren Buffett is starting to put a lot of his money into uh, Occidental Petroleum, which is a, another large oil, oil company uh, trading under the ticker sign OXY. Um, if you're an investor, this may be a key to look at um, as far as how to diversify your portfolio and where people are putting their money in. Uh, usually when you know large hedge funds or large investors start to put money in different sectors, maybe they know something we don't know. Uh, who knows as far as that matter is concerned, but I think it should be something that is factored into your own due diligence. So just because you see um, a large um, you know, investor put a lot of money into one particular stock doesn't mean everybody should go and put their money into that stock, but it does give sort of an indicator on where the future of that sector may go. So if you see an investor uh, talk about, hey, you know, we're really putting a lot of money into EVs, really want EVs to do well, um, and you start to see a lot of people start to put money into EV sectors, it may not be all the same play. Maybe the sector is, as a whole may have a push forward. So that's just one thing you can use as far as due diligence is concerned, um, you know, and looking at to investing. I always look at, you know, where the whales is what people call them the whales people who have a large amount of money who put them into uh, stocks where they start to put their money into their whole groups online uh, called whale watchers or basically people who look where large amounts of money are going into uh, people do that for crypto as well uh, to see you know what gains they can make in the market so that's just one strategy um, as far as trading is concerned but I thought it was very interesting uh, that he put uh, this large sum of money uh, which is large to us, but may not be large to him. It's probably just like, you know, 1% of his portfolio um, into uh, an oil company, given, you know, the crisis that's currently going on. And this was also in lieu of the situation um, before uh, cutting off uh, oil from Russia. And so lastly on here, I want to talk about the EV market, which I talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, Ford to address dealer concerns about uh separating its EV and legacy businesses. Uh, so Ford Motor Dealer uh, Mark uh, McEver was taken back when he heard about the automaker's plans to separate its electric vehicle and legacy businesses as part of uh, the restructuring from the CEO Jim Farley. Uh, and so this is just his testimony of what uh, was going on. I think it was very interesting overall, just as a headline to see, um, you know, this divide of the company in general. Ford has been around forever, um, but them separating their EV line from the rest of the company, I don't think is a bad move forward. I think Ford is a great company overall. I think they've done a lot of positive things um, as a company. I think this is a great strategy for the company moving forward. Um, electric vehicles are going to be, you know, and more demand as time goes on. Maybe now that people have seen gas prices go extremely high, more people may be getting into EVs um, after seeing, you know, the match the amount of money that they've started to pay at the pump. Maybe people are reconsidering, you know, switching over to electric vehicles to cut costs uh, from, you know, the fluctuation in gas prices. But I think overall as a company, this is a great strategy moving forward. Uh, they will still be Ford. It is still considered Ford Motor Company. Uh, but I think, you know, having a whole team dedicated to EVs is a great structure plan uh, for the company. And then having another company or another section devoted strictly towards um, having you know, the other gas-powered vehicles, I think is a good strategy uh, for the company moving forward. I think having two separate teams can really divide um, and conquer those individual markets, and you have really a lot of um, manpower and brain power to focus on each individual industry as you grow the company as a whole. So I saw a lot of people are talking about this may be a bad move forward for Ford, and Ford is really going against their business model. Um, I think it's a really good pro uh, 
you know, way of restructuring uh, what they're doing, especially um, since you don't want it to uh, put all of your focus on one individual thing and you can really build out a team of individuals that can focus on each division and grow the company as a whole. So I think you may see more companies start to follow suit of what Ford is doing. Uh, you have GM, which has their EV line, which is still kind of wrapped in the entire GM package. Um, but I think if it's successful with Ford, you may see other companies start to branch off and have just strictly an EV uh, line of business uh, that will help grow the EV sector, uh, have management that's over the EV sector and management that's over um, the just the Ford sector itself. Itself. Now, Ford does have, you know, some blending products uh, that go into each sector. So they do have an electric truck. They do have an electric Mustang as well. Um, and so those are kind of legacy vehicles. Uh, you know, Ford F-150s really have been around uh, for quite a long time. They have a huge following. Mustang uh, as a brand uh, has been around for a long time. They have a huge following. And as they begin to go into the EV space, um, I feel like, you know, you can really cater towards the EV sector's needs. Uh, you can really tap into the market uh, to be a very competitive company. So I'm definitely going to see, um, you know, this in the future with a lot of other companies as they begin to, you know, produce more electric vehicles. And I think it's a great move forward for Ford um, and a great move uh, from their CEO, Jim Farley. So hopefully that information helped you all out. All these companies are publicly traded. So you have OXY and you have F for Ford. Uh, so if you're interested in those companies, make sure you go look at them, do some more due diligence. Bear in mind, it's not financial advice. I'm not telling you to invest or not to invest into any of these, uh, any of these plays that are going out. But make sure you look at these different sectors. There are always uh, articles about EVs. There are always articles about oil, especially with what's going on now. I don't think the Russian-Ukraine uh, crisis is going to be over anytime soon, uh, in my personal opinion. So I think there will definitely be more fluctuations in oil and energy prices as those sanctions start to really uh, seep into their economy. And it starts to affect our economy as well. Uh, but hopefully there'll be a resolution to this issue um, here pretty soon. And hopefully uh, with the Federal Reserve giving more information and guidance this week, uh, we will see a path forward uh, for the economy or at least um, just get a gauge of where we currently are at. So good luck to everybody about their trading and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.